it's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Steve. I think we can plan on you and I being at the local Memorial Day parade. Because Reed was asking me about it the other day already. Um, so it'll be good to make us go there, to, for us to go there, and then for me to not be able to spend any time with him. And yeah, we'll let him go chase the candy on his own, whatever. That's what they got moms for, right? <laughs> Kyle. Just to let you know that I didn't fall too far from my own values. I said, if you want to go see Hoover Dam or Grand Canyon, figure it the F out yourself. What about a cho- you can get a chopper ride out to there, right? Yeah, I thought about that. And then I also thought about um, one of my favorite stories of all time, which is the tale of Kobe Bryant, who was... Yeah, I'm glad you said it. Now, here they are, two guys who are living in style, Steve and Kyle. Oof, coming in hot. Hot Kobe take. You know, hearing that back, I I stand by the joke. I just wish I hadn't used the term, my like my favorite. I don't want it to mm. be... You know that that that's obviously that's not even misconstrued because the way I said it uh, sounds worse than the joke intended it to be, which uh, the joke's already morbid enough. Yeah, I you know I but, think I think I'm okay with it. I I did have a lot of issues with uh, when when he did die, which I mean terrible tragedy, of course. But people seem to forget that he like was a rapist so it, it, it's very weird because i didn't plan on going down this rabbit oh, hole we, of separating yeah. art from artists and all of that stuff right. because I mean, i've had this i've had this many times that we've joked about it on sure. this very podcast because i was i guess still even though he hasn't professionally boxed uh, just a big floyd mayweather fan mm-hmm. and i understand everything about floyd mayweather the man and how much of a piece of garbage he is mm-hmm. compared to yeah. what I would see in the boxing ring. But I was there every, every, whatever it was year, year and a half where he would be doing one of those marquee fights, mm-hmm. buying the fight excited as could be. Yep. Kevin Spacey. Yes. Fantastic actor. Yeah. Do you just act like you haven't watched house of cards now? Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I, I watched a movie with him last week and it, it is strange because like, Oh yeah. You haven't seen him in, However many years, you know, for a couple of years, like he did six that. years or so. Yeah. For a couple of years, he did that yearly weird monologue video on his birthday that he would only release on social media. Mm-hmm. And I forget what I watched him in. the. I, I watched him in uh, The Usual Suspects a couple yep. of weeks ago. Yeah. And um, I believe it was, boy, was it L.A. Confidential? Whatever I watched him with recently. But yeah, it's, I don't know. I For me, that one's a little easier. A lot of these guys are easier because... I never found myself to be a large Michael Jackson fan, mm-hmm. right? I didn't have a Michael, a curated Michael Jackson playlist. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't seeking out Kevin Spacey movies. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey would have to kind of be in a movie that I was interested in seeing already. So for those guys, it is, it, it, it's a little bit different, but yeah, like the blind spot. And I'm trying to figure out some of the other um, large scale athletes or celebrities that I have this with. And especially nowadays where it seems like it's everyone. Well, and and yeah, toe the line. If you want to become an Uber fan of anybody, be prepared to have to not walk it back, 
but run it back. <laughs> right. One of like the biggest star turns in the past few years was Jonathan Majors. Mm, yeah. He was he played he was in the Creed Three. He's mm-hmm. playing Kang the Conqueror in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and just he he's he's really had a switch turned on the last three to four years. Yeah. Magazine covers, gigantic star power. Accusation of domestic violence, talent agency, manager, everybody drops him, drops and him now him. you have to be a mile away from him. Yeah. It's, Army Hammer? Yes. Oh, my God. That's a, that's a big yeah. one, right? The big turn in the social network, how, you know, what mm-hmm. was that, 18 years ago? <laughs> yeah, leads a couple like of it. franchises, becomes very well-known, handsome guy, turns out wants to drink blood and eat people. Kind of weird. That one is... That, see, what that one... Did he though? No, no, he would. He was simply expressing, a, like a BDSM a strange cannibalistic fetish. fetish stuff via social media direct messages. Got it. Which, that, uh, like, not. I mean, not that that makes. Well, actually, no, that does make it a little bit better because if it's, he didn't do it's it. a big difference yeah. to say, and I'm "Hey, not, I'm into like thinking about this," yeah, as opposed to. I'm into eating people right. and drinking their blood. Yeah. Yeah. And th- there was an accusation of him uh, doing a – essentially sexually assaulting one of the, okay. these women. Right. Uh, he has released a long statement saying we planned this entire role play about I'm going to follow her home. It's just different universes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, yeah, the Kobe Bryant situation is one that – Oh, Kobe. Yeah, and it becomes it. it becomes much more muddy once they're they're gone. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't know what you do. You, you mean – the Lakers retire his number, and now everybody's just like, "Oh man, tragedy." Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know where to go from there. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so it's um, I don't know what needs to be protected, what doesn't. It's it, mm-hmm. I, I, it, you know what's the best case scenario for everybody? Just don't become some crazy Uber fan of anybody. Yeah, just be middle of the road, average Joe fan. Would you say? Do you have a blind spot in terms of? Is there a celebrity that you are maybe not an Uber fan of, but you've really hmm. enjoyed that you you're just like, listen, I enjoy their music, I enjoy their movies, so I'm going to separate what the public thinks of them and me enjoying their movies, and I just like their movies or shows or whatever I, it might be. I don't know. I'm not sure um, because obviously you have that with with uh, Floyd Mayweather, I, I, and I, I know I'm probably I know I'm missing more than him, but like in terms of scope. Yeah, I mean, for a I, while, he was one of the most well-known athletes on the planet. So, for me, that's uh, the largest one. I think I kind of fall into the what you were just describing of you shouldn't get really into anybody. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm really a super fan of anything. Right. Right. It's strange. I, I – it was weird. It was a weird time. For about a year, I didn't feel comfortable whatsoever wearing a Michigan State apparel anywhere. Yeah. Hat, shirt, nothing. And, yeah. and I have Michigan State apparel from head to toe. Yep. Shirt, hat, shorts, socks, shoes. Let, uh, hold on. Let me, I'm sorry. Second. You don't have your recording hat on. Let me put on my – take the headphones off. Put on my definitely not brand new, only worn once a week for one hour hat of the Michigan State Steves. It's also such a strange thing that I was embarrassed to wear merchandise for an institution – not a person. Yeah, that's. But it, but it, to me, it made sense because I didn't want to. I didn't want someone even a casual conversation. Oh, can you believe what's going on there? Yeah. No, obviously I can't. Penn State, right? You know, the ten Penn years ago. Yes, 
there's been uh, it's in the not as much in the news, but uh, Michigan itself, Michigan mm. U- University of Michigan, with their former football coach, and today's day and age, the difference now between the way this was probably handled, even during the Sandusky era, is everybody feels the need to say, "Yeah, but you did this." Yeah. So it's you know people. If you say anything, if boy, I can't believe what's going on at Michigan. The first comment on any mm-hmm. post or thread is going to be, "Yeah, well, what about Michigan State? Yeah. Remember when they did this? Remember Sandusky? They did. What about them?" And it's so eye rolling and so disrespectful mm. that it makes me despise <laughs> sports. Yeah, like it really does, and sports fandom, and especially. And that, I talked about that quite a bit on um, when I did sports tape was. Sports fandom itself is much worse. Yeah, is that coming back by any chance? I would love to do it. I just I prefer to do it here, so I just have to block out another half hour or so. Yeah, after. Look, if you want, I mean, we can uh, we can roll the outro music. Mm-hmm. I can just get I, to that. I can roll the the pulse rock uh, as I believe it's called. Hey, thank you very much for this uh, nine minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and I can get out of here. I don't know. No, no, if- I need you here. I need a number two. Okay. For every mic, there's oh, a mad dog. Geez, I was, so, but I was really hoping that, I, that this was going to be just a short week for me. I was going to hit the road because uh, I don't don't um, particularly want to be here. You provide nice insight. <laughs> that's right, Kyle. See, you're always there for me, and that's what I appreciate. Not a problem, Kyle. So yeah, it is weird. I feel a little bit odd about the way the Kobe Bryant joke was phrased. Mm-hmm. Not enough to not put it in the intro this week because no. I thought it was pretty damn yeah, funny. I was going to say, you can't feel that weird because it was uh, it was highlighted. Listen, there's certain things that are funny no matter the context. Mm-hmm. Okay? So the fact that I maybe made some not as PC wording as I would like right. does not change the fact. No. That talking about me taking a tour of the Las Vegas Strip in a helicopter <laughs> turned into a joke about Kobe Bryant's untimely demise. Mm-hmm. Along with eight others, obviously. Sure. Just enjoy the joke, people. But we digress. Has that, does that, and and again, I I didn't sit down intending to make this a super serious episode today. Mm. But does that, do those conversations happen now? Because you would agree, the hosts would agree at the sidekick. When I was there, it was different. It had to be. I, I shouldn't phrase it that way. It has to be different now. Sure. If you listen to bits from when I was an intern, maybe before... 2010, 2009, Mm. there's going to be stuff in there that you're probably either going to wince at or feel like, should I change that? Do I need to remove this entirely from the... Quite a bit. Is that a conversation that happens? Um, Sometimes. I mean, it's it's rare that we go back and play something that is that old or something. But anytime something like that comes up, it's weird because it's one of those situations where you don't really know it until you hear it. So you have to be like hand reviewing, yeah, ev- every a lot, yeah, and that's nearly. I mean, there's thousands upon thousands of hours from mm-hmm. that era where, yeah, one the FCC is as big of a joke as it is now in terms of impact. And I mean FCC, F- yes, that's what did I say? That? SEC. Oh, I said FCC. Yeah. Um, that and especially then it was just super lax. Mm-hmm. Well, and so that's a job that to years ago you used to have interns review segments, not for anything not PC, but for curse words that may have leaked through or that, that right. there's an unedited yeah. version, and just chop the starting and the ending to make it cleaner. Yeah, you can't do that now. You can't have a 19 year old college kid no review the old segments and say, 
anything questionable, just pull it. No, because what's questionable, what's questionable to them may not be to me and vice versa. And that could be outdated in three months or six months. You know, the things that we say, oh, yeah, that's OK now. Yeah. Something will inevitably happen in the future that will right. make it so it's not OK. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like if, that's why it's so annoying when people, oh, you're not as edgy as you used to be or you're not as yeah. this as you used to be. Well, you know, part of that is evolution. Yes. Like I'm I'm not the same person that I was at 25 as right. I am at, you know, in my early, early 30s early, early now. 30s, yeah. Um, but also, along with evolution, it's kind of self-preservation because I like what I do. Mm-hmm. I love my job, and I plan on staying there for as long as my key card works when I walk into the building. So that's my like that's my source of income. That's how uh, I contribute to supporting my family. Yeah, yeah, you're and you're. Yeah. It, it is radio, and as much as you, hey, we we you know we're we're a different radio show compared to normal, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not stomping on this the the mantle of the the First Amendment, right? Like, right. We need to do this, yeah, no, because like the the uh, the S word needs <laughs> right. to be said on whatever however many radio stations from coast to coast, right? So people, people know that we're gonna need, do people it. People need to hear this. No, it's I kind of equate it to raising a child you know when there are certain things that your kid is just going to absolutely lose their mind over so every now and then you're just like whatever let them do it it's not worth it it's not worth me planting my flag in being able to say the like your example say the s word on whatever however many radio stations like why what are we what's the benefit from that the benefit is so minuscule that it's not worth it. Yeah, and I wouldn't even I, – I would argue the benefit is nil. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not making the news the next day for saying the S no. word on the radio, no. you know, in the 8.30 segment. A producer from syndicated radio show dropped the S word that got dropped – that got, you know, no. bleeped out or dumped anyway. No. So – It's not I, worth it. It's such an easy thing, social media-wise and in public-wise, to just scream free speech. Mm-hmm. Scream First Amendment at the top of your lungs Yeah, about any and everything, right. right? And now it's turned into, I feel like the First Amendment protects my right to scream and yell about transgendered folks, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Whereas, if it came to their job and the boss said, hey, you need to stop saying this on the floor of whatever, mm-hmm. wherever you work. Oh, yes, sir. Are you really going to come in the next day with, again, a physical flag that says First Amendment on it and just stamp it at your workstation? <laughs> right. It's you're not, ben- you're not adding anything to any conversation Yeah, by feeling the need to include that. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we're not immune to it. I would bet if you and I listened back to 2016, 2017 Steve mm-hmm. and Kyle podcast, we would probably roll our eyes or cringe at a few things we'd said here and there. Sure. We, you and I have been pretty okay. I would argue in the last year and a half to two years, we've gotten a little looser in terms of cursing, but we bleep the bad, mm-hmm. we bleep the big ones, yeah, and we still try to limit it anyway, yeah. Whereas for the first few years, you and I said, "Hey, let's just not do it," yeah, it's and it just, didn't impact our lives. It's no. not like I pointed my finger at you and yelled, "Why are you changing? Why no. are you doing things differently?" Well, if anything, I'm more comfortable not swearing. 
Yeah. When I'm, when I have headphones on and sitting in front of a microphone, it kind of comes as second nature to just not do it because of 20 years of not doing it. Right. Right. You weren't on the NHL network on NHL radio, you know, not that you were on air, but not having to break in to do a, I think think one time I said, yeah, he's on line four and then made it on air. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You didn't say pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. That piece of S is on line four. (laughs) It's just not your normal lexicon. I don't know. It's, that would have been very out of place. A person you've never known that just called into NHL radio and you call the piece of S. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it's, it's just interesting. I always appreciate the discussions about the lines and what's acceptable and how things change and evolve. And that's, I think there's a big difference between those two words. Yeah. Because people say, you change, you change, you change. And, I, and you know this, especially in terms of the radio show. And a lot of things have changed with a radio show. Mm-hmm. Not exactly by choice. And we're not getting right, into the minutiae yeah, of that. I mean, some of it. People come, people go, things change. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I mean, it, you know, the, the show's been going on for 20-some years at this point. Like, you better evolve. Right. You better change. Yeah, I'm sorry we can't do the same bits that you heard in yeah. 2006. Yeah. I'm sorry. Our clock's different. The yeah. the The regulations different we can't play music like we used to whatever it may be things evolve things have to update well sometimes we just take their place we just get tired of doing stuff too like this is kind of you know like that conversation happens on a somewhat regular basis where you say i feel like this is kind of kind of lost its luster a bit yes what do you say we we had ditch it we did it we used to do the fast five do you remember that's true yeah and then we were like, oh, let's just do it monthly. Like we used to talk garage doors, yeah. specifically garage door openers, yeah. on a regular basis. Remote. But at some point, you say everything there is to be said. And honestly, we're still the clubhouse. Never to be defeated. <laughs> clubhouse leaders. In terms of garage door opener talk. Yeah. And I'll post that on the poll. Are we to never be defeated in garage door opener talk? Because there, there's no question. No yeah. question. Boy, I was not expecting one of our bullet points for today's episode yeah. to be um, some in-depth First Amendment talk. Well, listen, you talk about evolving. We've well, got we've got all the we, we 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 do similar stuff every week. Every now and again, you know, you and I, we it's not like we have these discussions over text, whatever. Yeah. It's nice to be able to have an open and free flowing yeah. conversation about the way media's going and yeah. radio and broadcasting and everything. Listen, I have a degree. You have a degree. Yeah. Boy, that degree is worth a lot. So much money. So well, much okay. Money. Well, now that we've concluded our talk on the first amendment, let's mm-hmm. uh, naturally move right along to the second amendment. Perfect timing. Glad you brought it up. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm uh, what is the third? C- cede my time to uh, the gentleman in the green. What is the third amendment? Oh, Why can't I think of it right it's now? The uh, the uh, no, the, I know the. I think the fourth and boy, a little civics lesson for all for for you and me. How many of the first ten amendments, the Bill of Rights, ah. could you name? What is the third amendment? No soldier shall, in time I of peace, the fourth. be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Boy, if that doesn't tell you right there. How in tune these are with today's yes, exactly. world. I would, part of me was going to have you pull up the first 10 Do you and have he, me try to guess the four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. But I already know that would be a dead bit 
because I'm guessing maybe two. I want to know because obviously you have um, – I mean there are people that will, will fight to the death for the, the First Amendment. And you'll see people holding up signs that say it's my First Amendment right to yep. blah, blah, blah. Uh, obviously second amendment Same. people love the second amendment i want to find the most hardcore fan of the third amendment is there one out there i'm gonna post a couple of polls one's gonna make some people upset if the second amendment was so good wouldn't it be the first <laughs> and next oh so you feel like arguing <laughs> for the next seven I, days i wasn't gonna bring it up but uh i got into it I'm, I'm actually surprised i could post this poll I, I didn't get our account but as of yesterday i got my account personally suspended <laughs> okay what'd you for do for another 12 hours what'd you do now yeah arguing with somebody about something no doubt no even it you know it's a, it's funny uh i told you actually a couple weeks ago this is off here i told you but coming up in august i actually have tickets me and a couple of friends are going to WWE SummerSlam, mm-hmm. a, a big oh, one. Geez. You you got a huge sigh from Toby. I either bored we either bored Toby with the Bill of Rights, or he is a really really dislikes wrestling. Um, so I'm going to SummerSlam in August, which is WWE would would probably tell you it's their second biggest event of the year sure. behind WrestleMania. And it's in Michigan. So uh, we've long said if there is a so pay-per-view. you got to do it. If there's a pay-per-view in Michigan, we've long said we're doing it. we got the hotel. we got the tickets. We're this, doing it all. Is that is that a weekend thing? Yeah, it's a, so it's a Saturday. Okay. Saturday pay-per-view. So we're gonna, What's the date of it? Because I, I don't think you asked me if my schedule was open uh, You know yet. what? This is funny. This is almost like the bachelor party discussion we had last week hmm. where I didn't ask you about that either. Hmm. But, no, I did ask you to block off uh, Q2. 2024 next Right, for year. Bachelor Party. It's weird. It seems like... Yeah, this is the uh, first Saturday in August. First Saturday in August. Can you give me an actual date? Uh, is it the 4th or the 5th? I don't know. Whatever uh, what that Saturday, Saturday is. Okay, Saturday the 5th. Oh, boy. Good news. My yeah. schedule's clear. Well, so. your schedule, I, I would argue, you would be, even as a fun bit for the show, yeah. it wouldn't have worked because we are in discussions that following Friday to go to an away Bruce Springsteen show. Oh, so yes, I, yes, yes, yes. I have a feeling the discussion of, hey, toots, mind taking the two little ones while I go see a wrestling show Saturday and get drunk? Oh, and then next Friday we're going to book it down to the Windy City <laughs> so I can watch the boss overnight and get drunk again. I'll see you Saturday. Oh, and then the weekend after that I'll be out of town for a couple days for a live show. No big deal. So, but anyway, I... I um, I admittedly, I, I don't watch wrestling nearly as much. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of follow it by reading it. And by following it by reading it, I mean, I still follow a bunch of writers and stuff from mm-hmm. from the wrestling world. Yeah. And one of them posted something so simple. Mm-hmm. Something like, I am glad XYZ won this title because they're getting called up to a different division. And this is a girlhood dream. It's a cool story. Mm-hmm. And the first comment that shows up is something like, Our moveset's garbage. You're just a fan of everything. And I said, I just commented back and I said, boy, this is, this is what's wrong with Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like th- 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 you can't just. Oh, so you took a shot at Twitter. So you might, you, you might've gotten uh, banned by Musk himself. Well, I'll tell you why I got banned. Oh, still not. Oh, okay. You're, com- you're back now in. restored to full functionality. Yeah, all right. So what? 
I didn't even think about it. A few hours later, I see a notification and it's somebody, a paid blue check mark, mm-hmm. which again, we would never, unless somebody paid it um, for us. Mm-hmm. Says back, um, oh, someone doesn't agree with you, so you're the worst. What a pathetic stance. Mm-hmm. And I said, the guy said it was cool to see her win because it inspired her to wrestle. And then I got a little upset. I said, <laughs> I was going to say, this uh, seems like you're keeping your composure. This is definitely not you. You're an unhinged weirdo who okay. pays for Twitter and can't be normal. Go F a tree stump. Oh, wow. That's that's one you don't hear ever. That didn't do it. <laughs> that just gave me the, and I don't know if you've ever seen it, where it says most people don't tweet like this. No, no, I've never seen that. It says either send, edit, or delete. Oh, blow past through that warning screen sender. So they, okay. All right. So you just completely ignored the yield sign. <laughs> what is this? A yellow light? What am I driving? Whatever. He comes back with, oh, you're a pay for Twitter guy. And then implies, sorry, I got it like that. And you don't. For an $8 a month check mark on a free, whatever. Wait, are you paying? No, no, no. This oh, is that, oh, what, that oh, guy, okay, what this okay. guy said. And again, this isn't even the first person I replied to. This is someone weirdly jumping in on an irrelevant wrestling discussion, which yeah. is as du- dumber than you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And he said, you're embarrassing. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a minute. So I took a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you probably said, you know, Kyle, agree to disagree. I'm going to send this man a handshake emoji and say, hope you are well. Let's reconvene when cooler heads have prevailed. Yeah. And I don't have the reply. You'll find out why in a moment. But I have a copy of it. Oh, okay. Did you um, take a screenshot of it because you knew that it was going to get you banned? Well, I'll tell you why I have a screenshot of it here in a moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the minutiae of it's boring, whatever. It's just standard insults. Got it like that. And it's $8 a month, whatever. Mm-hmm. I wrapped her up with though because I think the punctuation is important. Yeah, I'm a grammar always, guy. Always. So I want an actual punctuation mark. Mm-hmm. And then the figurative punctuation mark. Mm-hmm. Go drink bug spray, you dweeb. <laughs> wow. And that one... I did it, huh? Click send. And the next the, screen the that popped again? up was, I mean, it was instant. I clicked send. And the next screen was, you've been suspended for 12 hours. Huh. Uh, you can send for review or delete the content. And start. And I said, well, we're sending this puppy for review. <laughs> of course. Because it said I was encouraging self-harm or suicide. Hmm. And I have a problem with that language. So I simply said, drinking bug spray isn't necessarily self-harm. After all, our former president encouraged us to drink oh, there we go. horse paste. <laughs> so no doubt you got another screen and, right and away thought, no, no, saying. No. I thought this is it. I'm back online, baby. Point proven. How could you refute that, Steve? Uh-huh. Within 30 seconds, I received an email that my review had been denied. <laughs> Boy, it's almost like they didn't 
review it at it all. It does not seem like it got a thorough review by an experienced content review person. Mm-mm. So I had the only way to get access back to my account, which I legitimately thought, I don't think I need it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Was to delete the actual tweet and then wait 12 hours, which again, mm-hmm. just seemed to pass yeah. here a few <laughs> moments ago. So yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that was the most uh, the most recent one. Okay, how are you feeling about all this? Feeling good? I feel like that now that my reply's not there. Like he didn't see it because it yeah. got immediately like flagged. I think I need to give him another one. Mm-hmm. Right, like twelve hours later, let him know that I'm still here. Mm. Is that smart? You think nope. I should lay? You think I should just let it go? Well, obviously, you're not going to pay attention to any good advice. No, 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 no. no I'm here with you. I'm here with you. You tell me what to do right now. And if you think over the top expletives all right, to this so, to all right, this weirdo. So let's let's line up your um the the possibilities here mm-hmm. for a reply. All right. Give me give me uh scenario A. I'm going to go over the top and and say really mean things to him. Okay, scenario B. I'm going to ignore it. Any other scenarios? Yeah. So like uh, I I could I could issue a level-headed or a uh, almost an apology would be C mm-hmm. to him. I think those are the three avenues. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm in full support of C. <laughs> I mean, this guy's paying for Twitter and he has less than half the followers of me. Right? Okay. Like, I tweet the dumbest stuff ever. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I, I've... Wait, wait. Can I talk you down to... How about D? Where I just block them and move on. Is that an okay avenue? Sure. Or e, one more quick t- tweet that says F off and then I block him. Huh? But he, will he even see it though? I don't know how that works. Because if you do it too quickly. That's a real peace of mind scenario. Yeah. To where I know I got one more on before he can come back. Well, again, uh, I've given I've given my input. You still think apology? Yeah, I do. Okay, here, I'll take this up. Oh, good. good. I'll just I'll sit quietly over here. Good morning, sir. <clears throat> I come to you with hat in hand. Mm. I implied you should drink bug spray last night. Oh boy, I, I think. See, and I, our friends okay. at the Moderation Council of the Bluebird did not see that fit for social media consumption. Good. This is, you know, you're sounding very smart. Nazis run rampant. <laughs> right. Of course, you have to. And misogynists have free reign. Mm-hmm. Yet a subtle jab. About DEET. <laughs> a fine company, I may add. A fine company, may I add, is flagged for insensitive comment. Consider this my apology. <laughs> Perfect. Mm. That's actually going to... You think that's... Is that okay? Or do you think even mentioning what I told him... Is going to get it flagged again. I think that, uh, yeah, I'm thinking that 
the mention of drinking bug spray is probably what's the, the algorithm's catching that. Okay. So I'll, I'll change so the even, word. So even if you had said definitely don't drink bug spray, you might have gotten I banned. erred in implying you should do something bad last night. Hmm. In our, okay. Perfect. Nailed there it. There go. Nailed it. Uh, this is going to have to be a two-tweeter. Okay. <laughs> bit long. Well, you better do it quick because they might ban the first one before you get the second okay, one out. Okay. Good morning, sir. That one is sent. Okay. Your tweet was sent. All right. We're going to follow up with... The last one, the bluebird did not see that fit for consumption. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nazis run rampant and misogynists have free reign. Yet a subtle jab about Deet, a fine company, may I add, <laughs> is flagged for insensitive comment. Consider this my apology. Mm-hmm. Boy, put me on a campaign poster for like, you know, yeah, hat in hand, you know, tw- you can make Twitter better <laughs> type of thing, you know. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. New, new man over here. Boy, you are, you have turned over a new leaf. Thank you, for your, you. Thank you for your guiding hand. Proud of you, man. Very proud of you. You feel good? I feel like I needed some more curse words. <laughs> why, don't we let, why don't we just see how this plays out? You think so? Okay. Yeah. Hey, Steve, we, okay. I, we, we have to rip this Band-Aid off. Uh-oh. I didn't know when it was going to come up. And seeing that we have some time today, mm-hmm. and it has not yet made it to these airwaves. Again, I don't know if it's made it to the side gigs airwaves. Okay. Not a fan. Don't listen. Not a fan of the production. Production's subpar. Mm-hmm. To whoever handles that, I apologize. Sure, yeah. No, definitely. I would never directly tell them that. Yeah. Be rude. <laughs> because I would argue it was more than a year ago now. Maybe less than. Right around a year, where I would sometimes come over the Comanche to be kind of out and about, mm-hmm. maybe the, that stall open with you know tools around mm-hmm. and oil rags, whatever. Yeah. And then I came over one day, and the garage was fornoxed, locked down. And you had told me at that point mm-hmm. that there, I, I I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Couldn't see. Maybe someday. Mm-hmm. So I need to ask you today: mm-hmm. Is that day upon us? Does it matter? I don't. I feel like I can answer this question myself. Wait, I feel wait. like I know the answer. Is there still anything in that garage that you're trying to hold back on me seeing or knowing? No. Okay. I don't believe so because I didn't know this, and it never made it to the podcast. Which, mm-hmm. if you know this podcast. We'd have talked about it ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. The murder jeep is no more. Murder jeep's been gone nearly a year. Yeah, yeah. We lost it. It's uh... much like that family and cherished dog <laughs> lost their lives. Boy, hmm. when you put it like that, in that jeep, mm-hmm. you have now bestowed. The ghosts of that Louisiana family <laughs> onto look, some unsuspecting soul. Look, uh, roughly a year ago, um, used car prices hit an all-time high. Yeah. And, I, and, and Jeeps have always been – I mean, yeah. Jeeps have always resold high, right? Yep. Yep. Jeeps uh, notoriously hold their value. And I saw an out. And I made a killing. <laughs> 
Now, before we get into the minutia of it and, and, and the deep dive into the weeds, mm-hmm. is this something that's been open air talked about on the side gig? I don't want to fully. Uh, no. Okay. I didn't no. want to fully no. do over something no. that you've already talked about. No, sir. No. No. Okay. It was, uh... So the murder Jeep went up because – now, was it just a curiosity thing where you thought, oh, whatever. What I used to do was Kelly Blue Book, mm-hmm. the website. Kelly right? Blue Book, NADA. Yep. Did uh, you yeah, do that and you were kind of like – Taken no, aback? Or? No, because the murder jeep had a um, a salvage title, so oh, right. those so those websites don't really work for it. So in your mind, you're kind of thinking, what ten twenty percent less than what they're going to sometimes estimate? thirty forty percent okay. less. So, so, what, so you're knocking it down in your own head. You're thinking this is the dollar amount they're saying if it's yeah. a perfect car, but well, you know how if you go to Kelly Blue Book, say you wanted to post your car for sale, you type in the year, the make, the model, the all the options, you know, yeah, yeah it's got a sunroof and this and that and that. And then it gives you the option to select con- like vehicle condition. So I think it gives you five different grades. They're like from poor to excellent. And then there's varying ranges in yep. the middle. So what I did is I typed in all of my vehicle's information and then I checked poor condition, even though it was in excellent condition because it doesn't matter right because they don't give you the option to say it's a salvage title this is why it was salvaged this is these are the repairs that were done they don't want to get into all that uh, because every vehicle is different so i put it on um poor condition even though it was in excellent i figured i don't know maybe that'll kind of even it out like that would take away the whatever the 30 percent or whatever that that i wanted or that that the salvage title would take away and I kind of used that as a baseline, posted it for sale. I think that's a good, I think that's a fair plan to start there's, with, right? Yeah, there's really, I mean, there's no other way to do it because when a vehicle has a salvage title, it could be for a million different reasons. Yeah. It could have rolled over in a horrific accident, could have caught on fire, could be flooded, anything. So you're placing your value next to like those listings you read about with a, I don't know, been out back for six years. <laughs> I think there's a family of raccoons in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and uh, explained the whole reason why it was salvaged, mm-hmm. provided uh, the receipts and the before pictures and after pictures and showed, uh, you know, the work that was done and everything. So even at the poor condition, when you, you mm-hmm. were, you could you not believe the value? Was it about no, what I, you I, thought? I was, or? I was relatively happy with it. Okay. But so this so was. I bumped some... it up a, a little bit gotcha. off of that poor value. And um, posted it for sale. Had a lot of interest. Did you? Okay. A ton of interest. So what are you hoping for when you have a ton of interest on a vehicle like this? Because you know, for most people, the questions are going to regard the title. Mm -hmm. So what are you hoping to deal with first? 20-year-old girl who brings maybe their dad, something like that, to ask questions? Or Uber Jeep fan who understands? I'm hoping for somebody who... Either, yeah, that Uber Jeep fan or someone who has had experience with salvage title vehicles. Okay. Because they understand that it doesn't mean that it's a piece of garbage. Salvage title doesn't mean that it's completely, you know, lost. It can still be brought back and rebuilt. Right. And as evidence shows, you've been driving it as a daily driver in a family vehicle for... For four four or five years. Okay. So... My only explanation for this is that you were obviously hot to trot because you hadn't moved in a while. You haven't made any big changes in right, a while, yeah. right? Yeah, I was, I was, I was jonesing for something. What, what like, was the purpose? Because scratch, you're a Jeep guy. 
Yeah. So what was the what was your thinking outside um, of maybe a few bucks profit? Did, what was the reason for you to say I want to get rid of this Jeep that I hand rebuilt? Yeah, may, I don't know, maybe something because at that point, um, uh, Baby Bull and Wall was on the way, so we needed something that. Is maybe, that not a practical maybe. family car for like for? I, I, I don't know if it's, I ever rode in it. It's but. not great. Okay. I mean, it doesn't get great gas mileage, sure. and um, it was lifted, so it's like lifting kids and car Extra seats high. in there. Yeah, just a little bit. Did you ever uh, rip the you know the Liberty doors off and take them for a ride though? Or I don't think. Let's see. Evelyn definitely rode in it without the top on mm-hmm. and without the front doors. That's the on. Constitution cover, right? Yeah, the Constitution cover. Yeah. And I never, I don't think she ever rode in there without the back doors on. I never felt okay. comfortable with <laughs> the front. Felt, yeah. So, yeah, no, she, she did not. I, I got to tell you, I was surprised that you did this because mm-hmm. you, you're a Jeep guy. Yeah. Well, I still am. Well, it's all right. I still got the old, the old Comanche out there. You want to go check it out? Yeah. We talked yeah, about seen the Comanche in a little while, was, right? I have not. This was a poll. I would have to find it. If you were to sell one of your Jeeps, do you still have the ability to be called a Jeepsman? A Jeepsman in, in, abs- in absentia. And I don't know how that went, but I think now you, we have to formally, on this yeah. podcast, remove the title Jeepsman? of Jeepsman. But I'm still Jeepsman in absentia. I'll have to, once I finish this poll, we gotta uh, go back and does search. a ride with the Constitution it, cover always it, change your mind? It shouldn't be hard to... Uh, you just do the advanced search. I can't imagine that the word absentia right, has, come out of has been used in a lot of our um, Twitter posts. So I would be curious. Be, should be pretty easy to find. I would just, I would, I, I, I'm more startled at mm-hmm. you making that decision because yeah. I thought, granted, I, I don't think you and I are similar. In the, I don't think I'm ever going to have a lifetime car, right? Where I'm mm-hmm. going to, yeah. for me, I'm always, no. it's four to five maybe six years depending on situation yeah and i'm like yeah i kind of got a niche right look sometimes a pandemic hits and you are rolling in the cash like you you know sometimes pandemics really pay off and sometimes that opportunity comes wrong where you know a sucker (laughs) and steve you found it oh i found it i and and you know something you had asked if is there anything in the garage that would surprise you I don't know if I told you, but um, Annette did get a new car. I oh, did not know that. Yeah, she was. She had been searching for a while. So, and again, used car prices were through the roof, right? And so, we, um, she found exactly what she wanted a couple of months ago. Oh, very nice. And it was it worked out well because she wanted like she had never had a brand new zero mileage car. Okay, let me let's try to let me try to unpack it. Okay. And guess what Annette wanted and got recently for her new car. Go ahead. Before we get back to, again, this conversation about uh, the hidden garage and what's now in your driveway, Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Annette's a practical woman. She understands you've got a a family of four. Mm -hmm. She understands that Jeep Comanche is one of the worst investments she's ever allowed her or someone she cares about to make. She's a big fan. No, I can't even even lie. I can't even say that. No, nobody would believe that. (laughs) Not even going to try. So already I'm thinking, at minimum, midsize SUV or minivan. Okay. I would argue she would look at a minivan and say, nope, I can't do it. I can't do it. That I okay. think she would feel like that might age her yeah. and wouldn't fit what she wants to appear to, even though 
but from all intents and purposes, everybody who has one says, oh, my gosh, you might judge them. They're the best thing ever. I, ever since, uh, like, a couple of years ago, we were at my buddy's house, and they had just gotten a brand-new minivan. I think it was, like, a Chrysler town and country or whatever yeah. that, whatever the thing is. And he's like, dude, you got to check this thing out. And we sat in it, and it had, like, three flip-down monitors and, like, a vacuum cleaner built yes. into the back of it. The, the seats completely fold and drop into the floor. Yes. So if you need to, you know, put a bunch of stuff in there, I was like, I was sold. I was like, I want this thing. My sister's got a, a brand new, or she got a brand new minivan like two years ago. It's amazing. I know, right? The functionality was, and everything around them. I hear it's tremendous. I was team minivan. Plus really? you can get them like all black with windows tinted and black wheels. Like they look, they look cool. I have long had a very quick interjection. I've long had a, Standing bet with one of my friends that uh, from since high school, mm-hmm. the first one of us to cave and get a minivan when we have. And this is granted. Mm-hmm. We were, you know, salivating at the sight of anybody, let alone <laughs> marriage with family and whatever. <laughs> right, right. And said that the first one of us to get a minivan, the other person gets an unguarded 100 percent kick to the balls. OK, so you are. So safe to say that there won't be a minivan in your driveway. There won't be. Soon. And I understand the practicality. I'm not even looking. I'm not sitting here today and telling you that they're impractical or dumb. It's just the stigma. It's the stigma. Yeah. And it's it's totally unfair. But yeah. listen, you make a stupid like, wager when you're 15. You got to stand by that when you're nearly sure. 40. Yeah, exactly. You can't back down from that. That's that's everything. Yeah. Then what would I do? Not look cool in front of all my bros on the playground? Like for the side gig, we've had to take a couple of we, we you know, like a couple of road trips for a live show that's not uh it didn't make sense to fly to it, so we drive because it's three, four hours away. Yeah, you probably you got one coming up in two weeks. And we've taken a minivan and it was like it was the best. Yeah, you're like reclining somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. While I'm watching Netflix on a flip down monitor. Ridiculous. Amazing. Oh, let me just put on the wireless headphones that came with it. I feel like, though, that didn't sweep over a net. So I'm going to rule out minivan. And I know you. She she was if if it had been up to me, you'd have gone minivan. I think I would have gone minivan. It makes sense. Sliding doors. Come on now. You're not going to bang those doors into into the car next to you. It's beautiful. Um, And I know you. You think. Think you could be convinced to get one as long as you knew that nobody would ever find out about it. Like you could, you could park it in the garage, and nobody would ever see you come right. in and out of the garage. Right. We'll tint those windows real dark so so people can't see you when they pull up next to you. Maybe if I had two kids, but two right kids. now it's okay. simple enough with one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we have a. I have. I don't know how you describe the size SUV I have compared to what Katie has. Yeah, but that, mid-size, it's like right? mid-size, and then yeah. hers is one step bigger, not mm-hmm. full size, but whatever. Yeah, and it's easy enough, and there's plenty yeah. of room that yeah. I, I. We haven't needed it, that extra ease of anything. Yeah, yet. it get it, it gets hard going one to two. Yeah, there's a there's a noticeable not even so much in like the car seats or anything, but just the amount of garbage that you have to bring with right, you. Right. Right. It's just, yeah, three bags, a stroller, you know, <laughs> yeah. everything. A boppy, a bippy, a bouncy, yeah. a barney, a b- like, toys, yeah, yeah, everything. So I feel like, and and I know you, mm-hmm. you are uh, Chevno, and <laughs> right, and obviously first on race day, uh-huh. based on your experience uh, with 
pretty exclusively Ford Rangers. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, and again, this is a, this is a total guess, just working through my brain. I feel like Katie or Katie. I feel like Annette went with a Ford midsize SUV, much like Katie or I have, whether it be an Explorer. I don't know if she would go full size Expedition. I don't. I feel like Annette would see an Expedition and say, "This is a bit much." Expedition's like a school bus. So I feel like <laughs> seat twelve comfortably. I'm gonna go. With new Ford Explorer. New Ford Explorer. Yeah. Okay. My only backup guess would be maybe she caught the Jeep Thief from your <laughs> from years of having been around you. Say say that again. The, the Jeep Thief. The Jeep Thief. And and but I feel like like you talked about, the cost of those are, are they're high. So yeah. I feel like the cost of a Jeep Wrangler, whatever, Liberty, whatever those are called. Would be too much. So I'm going to stick with Ford Explorer for a net in their new car okay. three months ago. All right. Um, you you are not correct. <sighs> but I will, uh, I'll throw up on the screen, up on the Tron if you'd like. I'll, I'll show you what. Yeah, please do. Look, we decided to, uh, we went if, offshore for this one. If this is a key truck, I swear to God. <laughs> We went offshore. Oh, okay. Got the uh, the Honda CRV. Gotcha. And, and honestly, it, it's a little bigger, but in terms of shape and everything compared to the Subaru, it's just a little bigger version of the Subaru. Yeah, yeah. There, there's um, a surprisingly larger amount of room in the back seat. I mean, we don't need to do an ad for them. Than I would have know? thought. Uh, it's uh, yeah. It's. So that's what she wanted. So you guys went over to the local Honda dealer. We we went around. We looked at a couple of different, like a Volkswagen, test drove a Ford something or other. Yeah. Um, and then thought about looking at a Kia, but they just didn't have anything, like in stock. Yeah. Because everything there's still a big chip shortage or something. I don't know. Yeah, and the big Kia dealer around here, you know, the big man uh, kicked the bucket a couple hey, of years yeah. ago. So you, you can't really trust him anymore. Rich. All right, you can't really trust him anymore. Yeah, so this one, um, we had gone over to the dealership. We test drove one that we really liked, but it was already spoken for. Mm -hmm. Like, the lot was empty. (laughs) There were like eight cars on the lot. It was ridiculous. But he said, oh, but good news. Because she she figured out exactly. Like, that. that's uh, the one that you're looking at there is the color that she wanted. And um, he said, well, good news. There's one coming in in about four weeks or so. And it's 2023, so no doubt they didn't call that gray. It's like smoky charcoal of yeah. the Alps or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, metallic. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> smoky charcoal of the Alps, metallic. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, that's good. Yeah, and it worked out. Worked out well. And here's, I can't believe that this hasn't come up on the podcast, but this was, this is something that blew my mind. That is one of the biggest differences between my wife and I in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it was back in March that she got this car, maybe beginning of April. So, you know, we went to Florida for five days. And um, it was three days before we left. No, no, no. It was because we left for Florida on a Tuesday evening. Okay. The previous Friday or Thursday, the dealership called and said, your car's in. 
It just showed up. Okay. It wasn't supposed to get there for another week and a half or two weeks. Well, I'm dropping everything I had planned and everything I'm doing, and I'm going to be there in 90 minutes. Guy at the dealership calls up, and he says, great news. It's in. Now, I was at work, uh, so he he called Annette directly. So I didn't have any knowledge of this. So I get home from work, and she said, hey, so-and-so called. My car's in. And I was like, what? That's awesome. Like, I was excited, but she was super excited because she has been. Well, yeah, the day's there. I mean, you would. She. That's the worst, by the way. If you get something new, it's the Amazon thing that yeah. we, we're so accustomed to, right? You want it in two days. Exactly. So when they tell her we'll have one in four weeks, in my mind, I'm pulling up Google Maps and saying, where's the Honda dealer in Chicago that has it in stock? I'm driving. Right. Right. So, um, so she, she says, yeah, my car's in and I was excited, but. I knew, like, she was very, very excited because this is her first brand new car. She has completely busted her butt for the last two years with her business. Mm -hmm. Um, Just getting to the point where this was kind of like her ultimate goal. So I was really excited for her. I was like, sweet, let's go. Mm -hmm. Drop what you're doing. Drop the kids. And she she said, now, now again, this is a Thursday. Mm -hmm. We're going away. The following Tuesday Tuesday evening, Tuesday evening to, I think we came back on a Saturday. She said, now I told him that we'd pick it up the Monday after we got home. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Which is nearly two full weeks away. I was like, what? It's there. It's at the dealership that is four miles from our house. It's not even that hard. We'll try. Yes. We could be there. In six minutes. And she's like, no. There's just too much going on right now with having to pack for vacation. It's probably an hour and a half total, right? All the papers are signed, I'm guessing. Everything yeah, is uh, done I think, deal. I think they just... Um, I'm sure that there was some stuff because she had put the deposit on it. Um, you know, so there's the paperwork of getting the car in her name and registration stuff. But that's, even when you're buying so a brand new car, like the, though, the dealership handles all yes, of that. Yes, and it's so streamlined now because they know people don't. I know can't sit there for four hours. Mm-hmm. This, I guarantee you, would have been in and out. I would bet under one hour. It was because ultimately we ended up waiting and a week and a half. So we drove over to oh. the dealership and checked out the car, and then as soon as as soon as she was like, "Yep, this is it. This is exactly what I want." I took the kids and went back home and she sat there and did the the paperwork. Yep. But yeah, she was back in it I don't, it might have been an hour, like an hour after me. Yeah. So, yeah. and I I just said to her when when she told me that the car was in but she wasn't going to go home pick it up for 2 weeks, I just laughed and I said, "This is couldn't be more different. This is such an indication of how different we are. Like this right here blows my mind. Yeah. I can't fathom that. I would drop everything I'm doing. Everything. Doctor's appointment, uh, chemo, yeah. uh, anything. And yeah. I'm saying, hey, we'll get you next week. The Honda's in. I've got to go grab it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, it was incredible. I, I have questions about that. I'm already, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous that we're running out of time because we haven't even gotten to the big ticket. From last year, do we want to bump that to next week where I can finally address you about the big ticket? Sure. Because... Yeah. I mean, whether I'll uh, feel comfortable discussing or not, TBD. I mean, okay. The, 
while we transition back to that, uh, an update on the poll from 50 or about 56 weeks ago. If Steve sells one of his Jeeps, can he be labeled a Jeepsman in absentia? You're in luck. 62% of the audience said yes. Yes. So as of today. I mean, Jeepsman. Because, spoiler alert, Steve sold the murder Jeep. Again, those souls transferred to another family. (laughs) Did not buy another Jeep. Made a killing. Did not buy another Jeep. No. But I still still own a Jeep that is registered and insured. Mm. I could... Go outside right now, start it up. Once the plume of smoke clears, I could drive it. Start it up outside because you don't want the the, the gasoline fumes, right? What I do is I start it up. I make sure the garage door is open. I start it up in reverse. So as soon as it's running, back it out. So Max in the garage, it's running for about two to three seconds. It just, it's a death trap. I just can't fathom <laughs> having your family around that on a day to day. It drives surprisingly well. I just, I gotta tell it, you, it. I mean, it stops great. Like the brakes are on point because everything's brand new. We're gonna have to come to a consensus on if it's going to be making a public appearance in four weeks based on the parade, or uh, I, again, if we don't want to tempt the bomb squad from the local police departments, if we leave. A 1988 Jeep Comanche in a parking lot overnight. <laughs> Again, that's coming up Memorial Day. That that the current plan is that you and I are going to record our live podcast with running parade commentary mm-hmm. coming up on the local Memorial Day parade uh, because we had such a good time last year sitting there and just being able to observe all of the floats. And by floats, I'm saying cars uh, because there were no floats and one. Yeah. Convicted January sixth insurgent. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, what did, what kind of time did he do? Oh, I think he got a real big slap on that wrist. Mm. So he learned his lesson mm-hmm. for sure. So he was actually there. He was yes. Video evidence. He was there the day. Was in the Capitol and then was marching in our parade. Less than mm. two years or less than. Did he try to hide the fact later. that he was there? I don't believe so. I think he was proud of it. Okay. So, yeah, well, hopefully we'll get one a couple of those big hitters in oh, the parade this year. We just need to have a sign that says, you suck. <laughs> so if we see him just, again. Yeah, or or just anything we uh, we agree sucks. We just lift the sign Just up. a sign that says, boo. <laughs> like the local Girl Scout yeah. brownie group is marching through. Boo. <laughs> no. Hey, scouts, you guys suck. Boo. Uh, so that's coming up again in uh, four weeks. You're welcome to come out and see us. Bring your bag chair. Uh, sit anywhere between 30 and 50 feet away from think, us. Do you think we'll have anyone no. there? Nope. Well, nope. we decided we're not, we're not doing a PA, right? Got to tell you, don't think that would be allowed. I'm pretty sure somebody would shut it down if you and I had a PA that, again, were booing the Girl Scouts. <laughs> I'll put it on the poll because if people disagree, but would we be removed from the parade if we booed the Girl Scouts over a PA? Mm. Um, I I don't think it would work. But again, I'm open to suggestions. That's coming up in four weeks. So next Mm. week, and I apologize. We just simply ran out of time. Yeah, we did. Um, The A-Bit. Steve's big ticket. And then also next week, Steve, I think I would like to bring back. We haven't done it in quite a while. I think we should bring back the Fast Five. 
You know, I was thinking, too, that uh, the Beard Father needs to make an appearance. Whew, been a while. It has been a while. Yeah. The Beard Father, Fast Five, get to the A-bit, we still oh, trust wait a me, minute. Casey James. I gotta check with the Beard Father, though. Well, you never know if he's busy it's or if busy, he's around. Look, it's a busy time of year for him. Yep. You don't know what could be going on mm-hmm. with him, with his family, with his daughter, possibly. And yeah, it's a busy family with a lot going on, and obviously a lot of uh, a lot of juggling going on with schedules and stuff. So we'll have to see if we can get the beard father uh, next week. A lot of daughters, a lot of daughters. The man must be the least genetically predisposed to having a a, a male heir <laughs> ever. Yeah, yeah. All right, at Stephen Kyle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Officially Jeepsman in absentia. Officially Jeepsman in absentia. Okay. Steve. Yeah. You want to take a spin on the Comanche this week? I'll swing by and pick you up after work one day. It's going to be nice. The end of the week. Ride around with the windows down. Because it's got no air conditioning. Notice that you're pushing the microphone away. Oh, we're not done? (laughs) Big insult. Big insult. My headphones... All right, talk to you next week. Still insulted.